Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat, the podcast where we take animals you see every day, animals you've heard of, and animals you didn't know existed, and break them down in a single episode. Our goal as animal lovers is to spread knowledge and awareness about the creatures we share this floating rock with. We hope you learn something new. Hello and welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the platypus. So some nicknames for the platypus include the water mole, the duckbill, and the duck mole. And I'm sure most people can understand where those names might come from. Uh, and especially once we start getting into what it looks like, it'll be more uh, apparent why those are its nicknames. So platypuses are endemic to Australia, and more specifically, eastern Australia and areas of Queensland and New South Wales. Uh, They depend on rivers and streams, uh, freshwater bodies of water. Um, This is where they live and where they burrow and where their main food sources is. And one thing that's interesting about the platypus is there is no evidence that the animal ever occurred naturally in western Australia, despite several unsuccessful attempts to introduce it there. So the platypus is, I'm sure some of uh, you know what it looks like, but for those who don't, it, it, it looks like someone just kind of combined a bunch of animal parts and put them together. So the body looks like the body of almost a otter with a beaver-like tail and a duck bill like a duck. So it's a bunch of different parts put together to create this one animal. And it also has webbed feet for swimming, and the webbing is actually retractable. So when it's on land, its webbing can kind of come back a little bit, and then it will have, like, claws to help it get around on land a lot better. And then as for how big they get, they are not big at all. Um, From uh, head to the where the base of their tail is is about 15 inches, and their tail is usually about 5 inches. And then they usually only get up to about 3 pounds. And one cool fact about the male platypus is that they are venomous. So they have these sharp stingers on the heels of their rear feet, and they can use them to deliver a uh, toxic blow to anyone that is bothering them or any predators. And then similar to a lot of aquatic mammals, uh, the platypus has two layers of fur. So they have insulation and then waterproofing. So the, the bottom layer is for insulation, the top layer is for waterproofing. And they will use their fur to trap a a layer of air next to their skin, and it helps them remain buoyant, and it keeps their skin technically dry while they're underwater. So the diet of a platypus, I already mentioned that they like freshwater streams and rivers, so this is where they will find their food. So they will find their food um, buried in the mud and the gravel on these uh, floors of the river, and they eat things like insects and larvae, as well as shellfish and worms. So when the platypus swims to hunt for food, they are actually blind and deaf uh, while they are swimming. Uh, They will cover their eyes and ears to prevent water from entering. And then their nose, uh, their nostrils will also close with a watertight seal. And how they find the the food they are looking for is in their bill. They have a a sensory uh, organ similar to sharks to detect like electrical, um, electrical fields, all that kind of stuff. And 
they will swim along the bottom of a stream or river using the sensitive bill to help find food and then uh, dig it up and eat it. And when they actually scoop up this food from the bottom, they don't eat it right away. So they'll pick up this food with a little bit of gravel and they'll wait until they are at the surface of the water or on land to chew it and mash it for consumption. Um, But technically they can't really chew their meal, which is what the gravel help does is kind of break down the food for them so they can actually eat it. And then as for predators, we actually don't really know uh, a lot of their predators. So they spend most of their time in the water or in their burrow on land. So it's difficult to know exactly. There are anecdotal reports of them being uh, eaten by crocodiles, guanas, uh, pythons, eagles, and then also large native fish. And then in addition to that, it is also likely that uh, foxes, dogs, or dingoes also kill platypuses when they're on the land. Now, when it comes to um, mating with the platypus, uh, studies suggest that breeding occurs earliest in Queensland, uh, followed by areas such as New South Wales, Victoria, and Tasmania, but the actual mating take place usually between August to October. And there is some uh, courtship when it comes to this mating, Um, and this will include aquatic activities where the male and the female will roll sideways together, uh, dive with each other, Uh, they will touch each other as they are passing, and the male is also observed to grasp the female's tail with his bill. And this behavior can last anywhere from less than a minute to over half an hour, and it's repeated over several days. So other than the look of the platypus, this next part that I'm about to talk about is probably the most well-known and infamous uh, reason most people know of the platypus. The platypus is one of two mammals that can lay eggs, the other being the echidna, which I do think we're going to talk about at some point. It's too interesting of an animal not to. But yeah, the platypus is only one of two mammals that lays eggs in the entire world. So after the male and female have mated, the female will go and build a nest inside her burrow with some wet nesting material to prevent her eggs and hatchlings from drying out. And she will typically lay between one to three eggs following a 21-day gestation period. So she'll have the eggs forming inside her. She'll lay one to three eggs, and then she will lay with the eggs. And how she lays with the eggs is she kind of holds the eggs to her belly using her tail where she'll kind of like curl up and she uses her tail to press the eggs against her belly. And the eggs typically typically hatch in about 10 days. She will leave the burrow occasionally to go forage for food, but there's still a lot about the platypus that we are still unsure about. So when the platypus baby is born, they are about the size of lima beans. So they are very, very small. And the females will nurse their young for about three to four months until the babies can swim on their own. And the lifespan of platypus is very long in the wild as well as in captivity, living up to about 20 years old. And then as for their behavior, so other than the mother raising her babies until they're able to go out on their own, the platypus is a pretty solitary animal. Uh, Several platypuses can occupy the same body of water though but they tend to keep to themselves and then as for communication there hasn't been any recorded vocalizations in the wild but uh captive platypus produce a low-pitched growling sort of sound when disturbed or handled and as for their population size uh they're doing pretty well off they're listed as near threatened so not the best that they could be but definitely uh not endangered or close to it Um, The biggest threat to them is lack of water and drought in the area, as well as bushfires and climate change. 
The platypus is protected by legislation in all of the states that it occupies in Australia. So individuals cannot capture or kill it unless for scientific research. And then moving on to some fun facts we have about the platypus. One of my favorite that I had found was due to the uh, kind of the absurdity of how a platypus looks. When they were first discovered in 1798 by British scientists, the scientists actually thought that the animal was a hoax. They did not think it was a real animal. They thought that somebody had uh, taken a bunch of different parts from different animals and kind of stitched them together, similar to like the whole the, the mermaid um, conspiracy where someone put a monkey on a fishtail, where th- these scientists didn't think that this animal could possibly be real. So the skeleton of the platypus is a very heavy skeleton, and it has a lot of similarities to the fossils and modern reptiles, which is pretty interesting. So these include the pectoral girdles, which are made of five bones, the splayed legs. So, you know, most um, uh, quadruped animal or mammals, their legs are kind of underneath their body. Uh, whereas like lizards and whatnot, are, it's kind of outside of their body as they're splayed. And that's the platypus is very similar to that. And then... The other similarity to uh, reptiles is they have rudimentary ribs on their neck vertebrate. So the platypus is well known uh, due to its many pop culture references and appearances. Um, And I think one that most of us can think of is from a TV show that I watched growing up, uh, Phineas and Ferb. Perry the platypus was their pet platypus on the show, uh, which is where I first learned about uh, platypus themselves. And the last fun fact that we have is kind of a strange one, but it's very fun. No one knows why, but when platypus are put under UV lights, they give off a biofluorescent green-blue glow. So no one knows why, and I don't know who found out about it, but it's just kind of a weird fun fact to have. And that pretty much wraps up everything we have on the platypus. I hope it was fun. I I figure most people probably know about the platypus, but hopefully somebody learned something new today about the platypus. Uh, I know I definitely did. Be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking about the snow leopard. I'd also like to thank my friend, the musical artist known as Shades, for creating this amazing intro and outro for this podcast. I highly recommend checking out his other work.